Isaiah 1.18 Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day.
Pastor Josh here. Glad you could join me tonight. Um, I want to read a post-vaccination questions from America's Frontline Doctors. And it's a list of five questions, Q&A, about post-vaccination. This is what we know this far, according to America's Frontline Doctors. There have been many post-vaccination questions, and there's many things we do not know. Remember, this vaccine has not been approved. The FDA hasn't even approved it. It's been ushered in under an emergency action, and there, it's not been around long enough to know the, the, the full extent of side effects or dangers to it. But we know enough to know risk versus benefit that it is too risky to take. So I'm going to start one of five. Number one, why all the concern fuss over this particular vaccine? The COVID-19 vaccines are still experimental. They are currently being used on an emergency basis and are not FDA approved. Obviously, it takes years to be sure something new is safe. The vaccines are new and the technology is new. The new technology introduces something called a spike protein instead of the traditional attenuated antigen response of a traditional vaccine. Nobody knows the health implications of having this spike protein for years in the human body and human brain, which is why we think it is especially scary for young people who would otherwise be expected to have decades of healthy life in front of them. There will never be any way to reverse the effect of the spike protein if there should be a problem. Number two, what about the neurological brain issues? There are two brain concerns, the spike protein and the lipid nanoparticles which carry them. They are both capable of passing through the blood-brain barrier, which typically keeps the brain and spinal cord completely insulated from all the things that enter the human body. Traditional vaccines do not pass through the blood-brain barrier. Crossing the blood-brain barrier is highly concerning for chronic inflammation and thrombosis, which is clotting in the neurological system, causing tremors, chronic lethargy, stroke, Bell's palsy, and ALS-type symptoms. The lipid nanoparticles can fuse with brain cells. Nobody knows yet if they will or won't. And this can result in delayed neurodegenerative disease. And the mRNA-induced spike protein can bind to brain tissue 10 to 20 times stronger than the spike proteins that are naturally part of the whole virus. Number three, what about unvaccinated kids being near vaccinated adults? AFLDS is concerned that some kids will become symptomatic when their parents and teachers get vaccinated. We are not concerned this will be infectious risky to the children, but rather our concern is that this will be claimed to be a SARS-CoV-2 variant when in reality, it is a reaction to the vaccine. Our other concern is we don't yet know if the trillions of spike proteins can be transmitted through more casual contact, such as inhalation or skin contact, given that the possibility was stated by Pfizer on page 67 of its application. The burden of proof is on the vaccine manufacturer to be 100% certain that there is zero transmission of their product. Children have decades of years ahead of them, and if there is any possibility these trillions of spike proteins are being transmitted, leading to long-term chronic autoimmune disease, 
that would be very difficult to identify the source. It is totally unacceptable in a population that has a 0% chance of death from the virus itself. Number four, can the unvaccinated get sick from being near the vaccinated? The vaccine produces many trillions of particles of the spike protein in the recipient. Patients who are vaccinated may transmit some of these particles to close contacts. We simply do not know yet. The concern is due to the fact that on page 67 of the Pfizer application, they acknowledge that there can be transmission from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated via inhalation or skin contact because the pharmaceutical company can cannot just say random things that is against the law. We know there is some scientific basis for this disclosure. We also know that there are worldwide Europe, Israel, North America reports of irregular vaginal bleeding in the unvaccinated who are near the vaccinated. Those public reports are rapidly scrubbed from the internet and the theory is mocked. But AFLDS is also in receipt of innumerable emails from people all around the world saying the same thing. Irregular, unexpected, sometimes heavy vaginal bleeding, even in postmenopausal women. We have also had emails of unusual nosebleeds. We have not heard reports of anything more serious. AFLDS position is that the risk from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated are unknown. I know this to be called shedding now. This case that if uh, those that are unvaccinated around the vaccinated, it's called shedding. And it is, uh, seems to have been, be evident now. Number five, what about the vaginal bleeding post-vaccination? AFLDS is well aware of innumerable reports of vaginal bleeding, postmenopausal vaginal bleeding, and miscarriages falling, following vaccination, as well as anecdotal reports of similar in unvaccinated persons in close contact with vaccinated persons. We cannot comment definitively on the close contacts yet, other than to say we have received hundreds of firsthand reports of this occurring worldwide. We have received similar, though less numerous, reports of excessive nosebleeds. We have not received any other more serious bleeding or non-bleeding issues. So I read this uh, post-vaccine questions from the America's Frontline Doctors, and I read it to give you more concerns. Uh, these are questions from people that post-vaccinated, those that are maybe near vaccinated or or vaccinated themselves and are witnessing these symptoms around them. So again, I, for, for me reciting this is to give you more information on it and to hope help you help you in the decision and help you to understand the risk and the dangers of these particular vaccines, specifically because they were rushed out so quickly, we don't know much about them at all. That's very serious. It is very risky. It's dangerous. It can take your life. And according to a CDC whistleblower, there's been around 45,000 deaths from these vaccines, these so-called vaccines, these inoculations. Uh, we have I've, uh, noticed that the reports of the vaccines first being pushed, their claim was that taking the vaccine would prevent you from getting COVID. After thousands of people got the vaccine, they changed it to, oh, this will be good for six months. 
And then they added on top of that, not only will it only be good for six months, then you're going to have to take booster shots on and on and on. And it's just too dangerous, too risky. Uh, so I hope you'll consider this. Plus, on top of that, those that have had COVID and with their early uh, therapies, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, budesonide, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, taking these lowers the risk and it never gets to the deadly position because you've you've treated it with these therapeutics. I know personally people that have taken ivermectin and it completely uh, killed the virus and within the next day they were ready to go back to work. So I hope this helps. I hope you would share this with others around you. Um, you have a blessed day.